0: Hello everyone, you're listening to Unlocking Greatness Podcast with Zunja Glass. Feel free to call me Z. The name of this podcast is going to be called Open the Door. Can you imagine for just a moment, if you were to close your eyes and just imagine having enough faith to go all in, all in on the talents that God has given you. Just imagine for a moment, if you can close your eyes and think through, what is it that I really love doing? What is it that I really want to do? What are these talents God has given me? Can you imagine how your life would be if every day you get to do what comes naturally to you? And for those who may not know what I mean, think about it like this. What would you naturally do every day if if money wasn't an option at all? Money was not an option in any way. What is it that you naturally love doing or would want to do? You know, for me, I absolutely naturally love motivating people. I love writing. I love speaking and and speaking life into others. I would do it every single day of my life if I could, if money wasn't a factor. What is that for you? Sometimes I believe we have our dreams locked in this closet. And I think for some of us, those dreams are starting to throw a tantrum. They're starting to throw a fit. Because, and and I get it, trust me, I get it. Life happens. We have bills, we have responsibilities. Some of us have children and families we have to take care of, right? Right? Some of us, there's been unexpected situations that's happened, or we're going through a very difficult time in life and it's just not the time in that moment. I get it. I totally get that life happens. But I think that there's many times we already have what's available to us, what we need to do. And sometimes, and not for all of you, you know, I think that we have to really be on guard against, I'll just say, the spirit of scarcity. You know, I'll tell you a little bit something about me for those who may not know this. For those who follow my podcast from the beginning, you may know this. But, of course, I grew up very, very poor. And I remember in one year, we, we moved 22 times in one year. I remember... My mother, my sister, and I was just talking about this the other day. For most of our lives growing up, she took care of us off of $192 a month because she was on welfare. She was young. She had me at, at an extremely young age. That's a story all by itself. But she was on welfare. And it took her almost 10 years to finish college, 10 or 12 years to finish college and get her degree and go on to be a social worker. And she's just an amazing, was an amazing, amazing mom. She's no longer with me now. But There's a there's a spirit of scarcity that can seek in at times, even when we have enough, it feels like it's not enough because we don't want to run out. And some of you can probably identify with that. You know, I had a really close friend of mine share that with me. I think it was a couple months ago, uh, a business decision I was making. I was thinking of doing and she said, Z, you know, I, I think that you still have this fear with scarcity somehow that some kind of seeks in. And I think it has a lot to do with how you were raised because every month your mom had to budget and you saw her figure it out. You ate out of, you know, shelters. You saw her go to food pantries all the time, bringing in food and making sure you guys can make it. And so even though God has changed your situation in, in the life of your children and your family differently, you, you still, there's still something in you that keeps you from going to that next level or doing that next step what God wants you to do, even when you can even afford to do it. And some of you may be able to identify with that. I didn't realize that because most people that don't know me that well, they think, oh, my God, Z, she's a go getter. When God tells her to do something, she does it. And that is true. I do. But what you all don't know, I'm kind of pulling back the curtains a little bit and I'm letting you see behind the scenes some of the struggles that I deal with. God, is it enough? Am I going to be OK? Am I going to be able to sustain this? Now, some of it is being responsible. Because I think that before you go out and buy a field, uh, a field, you need to consider the cost. And that's even biblical. Before you build a house, you need to consider what the cost is going to be. So some of it is absolutely just being responsible and, 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 and making fiscally responsible decisions. But some of it is just this spirit of scarcity. So I'm talking to myself and I'm talking to you all at the same time. Are you dealing with that? Can you imagine for a moment if you went all in on the talents that God gave you? So many times we say we're waiting on God, and I can't help but wonder, is God waiting on us? Is he waiting on us? Do we have available to us what we need to make that next move? But we're so heavily distracted, and I'll confess that's that's my issue at times, which is life itself and issues and things that come up. We never can really settle in and do exactly what we need to do and get the task done. Sometimes we have available to us exactly what we need. But in fear, we sit there with this scarcity mindset and we're afraid to open that door. So I just wonder if God is waiting on you. You may say, Wizzy, I don't have anything. I don't have any money. I don't have any da-da-da-da. It ain't even about money. Because I'm one of those people that believe that you actually don't have to have a penny to start a business up and to get it going. I'm a living witness of that. Almost every situation I went in, and you guys can go back and listen to some of my messages. I didn't have a dime or I was going through a a major downturn and made a major decision in that downturn to do what I needed to do. You know, you can go out and get clients before you fill orders. You can actually get sales before the product is sold. That's another subject because I can't wait to get into some business stuff with you guys. That's another thing in my heart. I'm going to, I really want to start giving out some business tips and talking to you all. So definitely comment in the sections and let me know if you're interested in that. Um, uh, I just have so much I want to share with you. There's a story in 2 Kings 4. I'm not even going to read it all. Uh, 2 Kings 4, and it's it's a story about the widow's oil. And what I love about the widow's oil is, and I'm just going to fly through it really quickly because I want this to be a short broadcast. The story of the widow's oil. Uh, was about a woman who basically um, let me just read it very quickly it says the wife of a man from uh, the company um, the wife of a man from the company of the prophets cried out to Elijah your servant my husband is dead and you know that he uh, revered the Lord but now his creditor is coming to to take my two boys as slaves so she didn't have money to pay the debt and they were going to take her kids my God Elijah replied to her how can I help you tell me what do you have in your house in other words, what's in your hand? She said, your servant has nothing there at all, except a little oil. Elijah said, go around and ask all your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. Then go inside and shut the door behind you and uh, you and your sons. Pour oil into all the jars as each is filled. Put it to one side. She left him and afterwards shut the door behind her and her sons. They brought the jars to her and she kept pouring. When all the jars were full, she said to her son, bring me one, another one. But he replied, there's not a jar left. Then the oil stopped flowing. She went and told the man of God, and he said, go sell the oil and pay your debts. You and your sons can live on what is left. Now, what's amazing about that little passage to me, and you can read it any which way you want, especially the biblical scholars. She only had a little bit. Elijah, a man of faith, said, go get all these empty jugs. Go in your house close to the door and start pouring. And she began to pour, and the oil flowed. From a place of nothingness, from a place of scarcity, the oil flowed and God continued to flow the oil. And I think what's so amazing is he let it flow long enough until she used the very last jug. And in my mind, for me, this is just the way I look at scriptures, God is going to give me or allow oil to flow. In many ways, I feel based on my faith in terms of how how faithful am I that he can do it. Am I going to go get one jug or am I going to go get 20? Am I going to take this little step or am I going to take this big leap? And whatever, uh, I guess we can throw faith on there. You can throw any word. But whatever mindset she had with however many jugs she was able to get, you notice the oil stopped flowing as soon as the last jug was filled up. He told her, don't get a few. He didn't even tell her how many to get. He just said, don't get a few. Just marinate on that for just a moment. So. This is gonna be a long broadcast. We've already talked about the parable of the talents. I think that was in Matthew chapter, was it 25? Um, and if you, uh, haven't, if you don't know anything about that story, go back and read Matthew 25 and start in verse, uh, what is that 14, the parable of the talents. And that's a parable that Jesus told. Remember that when he gave, um, these people, uh, one of them five talents, I think one, two, and one of them, he gave one talent and the one with the five and the two, they went and did something with it. They went and invested. They did some things. They, they doubled the money and, 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 in the parable, uh, the, the, uh, owner of the field or whoever the person was, was very proud, but the person that was given the one talent you guys remember what that person did went out and hid it because he was afraid to do anything with it and you can read the story to see what happened and there's so many amazing stories in the bible on people who thought they had nothing at all but what I love about Elijah is he's like well what is it that you have she's like this is all I have and I know sometimes we feel that God this is all I have that's it I don't have anything else And what's amazing is God doesn't use that as an excuse. He's like, we're going to use what you got. You only have one talent, use that. But God, what if I invested this and I mess up (laughs) and I have nothing? Use it. Use the talent and the dream that I've given you. When he made you, he put inside of you those desires and gifts within And you know what it is because it's those things that you think about at night. It's those things that you go to and you're like, man, I just wish I would be able to do this. Some of you is painting. Some of you is writing books. Some of you is teaching or preaching. I don't know. um, Or whatever, doing hair, starting up a nonprofit organization, whatever it is. I know that there's something there. And I know we all get discouraged. And I know the economy has been left and right and there's so many things going on in the world. I know that. I know. But God is lighting this fire inside of me. Z, I need you to use the talents I've given you. I'm taking you higher, and I need you to not be afraid. You're not going to have this spirit of scarcity. Go out there and get your, 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 your jars. Don't get a few. And let me fill them up. So I go back to what I started with in the beginning. Can you imagine how radically different your life would be if you went out on a leap of faith and went all in, regardless of what people think, regardless of your bank account, regardless of your circumstances, if you went all in and did what God is telling you to do, if you went all in on those talents inside of you, if you were brave enough to open up that door and let those dreams out and keep them from being locked up. So I just want to challenge you with this pray to God. Ask him if the timing is right, because I do believe that there's a time and place for everything. The Bible even says that. But I think for some of us, perhaps, perhaps we're not waiting on God. Perhaps God's waiting on us to open the door. I love you all. This is Z with Unlocking Greatness Podcast. Bye-bye.